38 minutes past four, then let's talk wellness now. A look at emotional intelligence and its impact on well-being, particularly workplace well-being in terms of how one manages stress uh, and pressure. Emotions intelligence, or EI, forms the junctite which cognition and emotions meet. It facilitates our capacity for resilience, motivations, empathy, reasoning, stress management, communications, and our ability to navigate a wide range of social situations and conflicts. Mental health challenges can strike anybody at any time. They do not consider age, gender, culture, or profession. Emotional intelligence doesn't just benefit mental but also physical well-being. Let's talk more with Nikki Robotham, who is an author, speaker, and alignment coach. Uh, thank you so much again for joining us this morning, Nikki. How are you this Wednesday? So good yourself, Isanda. I'm good. Thank you very much. So we, we talk about what uh, emotional intelligence does uh, for us in terms of our introduction now, but what do we understand about what emotional intelligence is? It's really around being in touch with our emotions and really understanding them. And I think at the core of that is really to understand that we are not our feelings. I think so often we take them on as something that we are. Like Mm. we often say to ourselves, I am angry, I am happy, or I am sad, rather than saying, I feel angry, I feel happy, and I feel sad. We experience our emotions, but we shouldn't take them on as a personal identity. And I see so many people taking that on and really owning those emotions that they're part of them rather than creating that awareness and a vocabulary to really understand how we are feeling. You know, there's so many limited words that we have to create that awareness around the emotions that sit within us for a moment. But we need to actually have that awareness, become present in the moment, develop a better language to talk about what what we're feeling in that moment and then release those emotions because otherwise they become so pent up. And when mm. we navigate life, all of those situations, when we stay so busy, it almost becomes something that we hold on to, we embed within ourselves, and then we, we leak through our day onto everyone else around us. But that intelligence piece is really around how do we create the awareness of how we're feeling, understanding it without judgment, and then being able to release it within the situation and navigate our relationships without projecting that emotion onto other people. So what are the things that lead us to an undeveloped emotional intelligence, if if I can put it that way, or a lack of emotional, or a a shortened, I guess, emotional intelligence, where we become our feelings? For me, one of the biggest things is the fact that we are so busy rushing through life that we never actually really become present in the moment to create that awareness of how we're feeling. Mm. So many people I can just see are you know, almost on autopilot through life, you know, just going through the motions rather than becoming actually present in the moment and saying to ourselves, how does it feel for me? Mm. And that's why I often say to people, like, when you are taking that moment to become present, rather than rushing from one thing to the next, thinking that however you show up is okay, you know, if we just take that moment to say, actually, this is how I'm feeling right now, and that's okay, I'm just going to release it and I'm going to move through it either by journaling, talking about it. One of my favorite hacks is actually to send myself a voice note and then listen listen to it Mm -hmm. um, back for myself. And often I'm going, whew, that that felt like a lot. (laughs) But I'm not going to pass it on to the next person I see. But so many people don't create that awareness 
and then take it into the next situation and spread it to everyone else. And so it's really essential that we take that time to become present and are really kind to ourselves as well with however we're feeling. Because we have to we have to almost name it to shame it, if I can call it that. Yeah. We have to we have to be able to give it a word rather than just mad, sad or glad. We have to say, Oh, that really irritated me or, you know, this is how I'm feeling. But actually this is not me, this is not who I am and not this, not projecting it onto everyone else and actually letting it go. Yeah. In the particular setup of workplace, then, how do we harness our emotional intelligence? It's so it's so essential in the workplace to be able to develop an emotional intelligence because it enables us to navigate our relationships far more authentically, but also far more easily. Because I always say to people, recognize that when you're coming into a meeting room or any form of discussion or interaction with a colleague, Everyone's bringing their stuff to the table, whatever that emotion is that they're identifying with. And they often, you know, project that into a meeting. And so it's essential to be able to really hold that space and really set an example for other people around how we can show up authentically and not let emotions cloud a discussion. Mm. You know, I often see that's where discussions become so personal, where they almost play the person as opposed to the subject or the, I call it the ball, um, in a meeting room. It's often because we've allowed those emotions to come in and overtake the discussion, overtake, you know, how we can show up with a little bit more calmness and centeredness and groundedness in the discussion, which is often more meaningful and more effective to support everyone as an individual in the conversation if we can put those emotions to the side. And ultimately the result is the benefit will be mental but also physical. And and, and the physical part of it, does it speak to the, the release of stress? What else does it talk about or talk to? Absolutely. Because anything that we don't release through our bodies, by movement, by journaling, or that, that voice note that I mentioned, um, you know, it, mm. it stores gets stored in our bodies. It gets stored as like tension in our back, neck, and shoulders. If you've ever been in those meetings and you see someone almost clenching their jaws or clenching their fists, that's a level of emotion and stress. Mm. Because stress is an emotion that we can feel that is getting stored into our bodies. We're not releasing and moving through it. And if you think about the layering effect within our bodies, our nervous systems, that storing all of these emotions has, it becomes, it, it's, it's almost like that pent tsunami that keeps building within our bodies. And it has a long-term effect in terms of our well-being, our mental health, our physical health, but also how we feel, you know, within our lives. You know, I'd rather be allowing these emotions through me, not identifying and taking them on, than being that person who's white-knuckling through life, taking everything personally, taking everything on, and layering it within our bodies. It's not sustainable, and just it actually just increases the load that we move through this life with. Yeah. All right, let's leave it on that note. Um, Nikki, thanks again for joining us, and how do we connect with you? Um, easiest place is on Instagram at Nikki Robotham or my website NikkiRobotham.com so many tools to help people release and move through these emotions um, and I'm always available on consults and we're launching a number of courses including one called Boundaries Are Badass yes. um, which really helps which is us which a title I develop. love very much <laughs> absolutely yes okay thanks again uh, Nikki and have a great uh, rest of the day you too. Thanks, Asanda. All right. Uh, pleasure. Nikki Robotham is uh, author, speaker, and alignment coach.
a business leader as well who works with individuals to align their energy to support the lives they want to live. We are not our feelings. I think that's the takeaway uh, end quote there from our emotional intelligence topic in our wellness corner. Okay, Brenda Farsi, let's play that at 46 minutes past four now. This is Too Late for Mama.